Welcome to Choice Classic Radio. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and help keep this show alive by donating at choiceclassicradio.com. For more of your favorite old-time radio shows, join us on our companion podcast, Choice Classic Radio Mystery, Suspense, Dramas, and Horrors, where we bring to you the most mysterious tales that the golden age of radio had to offer. And now... With over 200 episodes made, originally airing on NBC Radio Network from 1944 to 1950, we bring to you Boston Blackie. Sure, you're calling the right girl, Jameson? We'll soon find out, Harlow. She ought to answer in a minute. Hello? Are you Marlene Adrian, the actress? Well, I'd like people to think I'm an actress. Fine. I'm going to send you $500. What? That's what I'm going to send you right now. And I'll send you another $500 when you finish a little job for me. A job? It's nothing very difficult. Just find Boston Blackie and tell him you want him to meet you tonight at 111 Cedar Street. You don't meet him there, of course, but you tell him that that's where you're going to be killed. And now, meet Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friends. Yeah? Inspector Faraday, this little weasel says he wants to talk to you. Yeah, Rollins? What about? I'll tell you myself, Inspector, only I gotta get paid. I got information. Yeah, and I got a headache. Come on, stool pigeon, talk. The door, Inspector, it's drafty in here. Okay, Rollins, close the door. From the outside. Sure. Okay, you. What do you want to tell me? Well, what's it worth if I put the finger in the hold-up gang you're looking for, huh? You know where they're hiding out? No, but I know where you can find a blonde girl who's been driving the getaway car. Where? My uh, memory gets all of a sudden bad. <laughs> Do I uh, get paid, Faraday? Come on, come on. Where is she? You won't tell me you got the dope, will you, Inspector? Look, I like to forget guys like you as fast as I can. Now tell me where that blonde is. Sure. Come on, come on. Get out of here. Sure, 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 Inspector. She's at 111 Cedar Street. We got the house surrounded, Inspector Faraday. Okay, Rollins. Let's have that microphone. Maybe we can talk that blonde out of there instead of blast her out. I hope so. Give it to him, good Inspector, and the boys will keep their eyes open plenty. Uh, here's the mic. All right, in there. You in 111 Cedar Street. Come on out, or we'll blow you out. We know you're in there. You get ten seconds to come out with your hands up, or be carried out, feet first. You got ten seconds, that's all. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine... Inspector, somebody just stepped out the front door. Yeah? Ah, but it's a man. Keep your guns ready, boys. This okay. may be a trick. Okay. What do we do now, Inspector? Come on, let's go get him. 
He doesn't have his hands up, and I don't think he's got a gun. Inspector, look who it is. Hi, Bernie. Blackie, you. Faraday, me. Hey, what are you doing in that? Don't you get any wrong ideas, Rollins. Leave all that to Faraday. He's better at it. Blackie, what are you doing here? Doing here? Nothing much, Faraday. Just looking around in this house to see if I can find out who killed the girl in there. Killed a girl? Blonde, Faraday. Lovely, too. Come on, Rollins. You go in the house and have a look around. Okay. Blackie, you're coming with me. Where, to headquarters? Look, I'll give you all my answers right here. A lovely blonde met me in a drugstore early this evening and told me to meet her here because she was going to be killed. So you met her here? And, and I you... didn't kill that girl in there, Faraday. She was dead when I got here. Excuse me a minute. Hey, hey, where do you think you're going? Just to this mailbox, Inspector. Hey, what are you doing? What do you usually do when you go to a mailbox? Mail a letter. Any law against it? There ought to be a law against everything you do. Well, Rollins? Inspector Faraday, Blackie wasn't joking. There is a body in there. It's a girl. She's been shot. All right, Blackie. You're coming with me. Yes, I know, Faraday. To headquarters. To headquarters, nothing. To jail. I don't know what Faraday wants to see you about, Blackie. All he said was to take you out of your cell and bring you to his office. So early in the morning? Oh, they don't even let me sleep late in jail. Does Faraday get in here this early every day, Rollins? Yeah. I don't know when he finds time to sleep. When he's working on a case, that's all he does do. I'll go in myself, Rollins. Thanks for the escort. So long, Blackie. Good morning, Inspector Faraday. Come in, sit down and shut up, Blackie. Okay, I will. And uh, how's this, Inspector? Oh, great. Blackie, I kept you in jail last night because I didn't believe your story about the girl who was supposed to have called you up to meet her at the Cedar Street house. You know who that dead girl was? No, only that she wasn't the girl who met me and invited me there. I know that, too. I'll tell you how in a minute. Now, look, Blackie. The dead girl was a dame named Marion Williams. She was one of a hold-up mob that's been pestering us for weeks. She's been described a dozen times by victims. That's probably the reason she was bumped. Reasonable? Well, Sure. Now that I believe your story, it is. Why the sudden change of mind, Inspector? Next thing you know, you'll be believing in elves and fairies. Mm, yeah, I know. Now, wait a minute. Uh, Miss Adrian. I'm here, Inspector. Well, the little lady who invited me to a murder and then forgot to be present. Nice to see you again. I explained everything to Inspector Faraday, Blackie. I didn't know what this was all about until I heard about the murder on the radio. Well, now that you know what it's all about, tell me. I don't really know anything. I was paid to meet you and arrange for you to go to Cedar Street. They told me it was a joke they were playing on you. Some joke? It almost laughed me into a murder rap. Look, lady, who paid you to develop this great sense of humor? I don't know. I never saw the man. He sent me the money and talked with me on the telephone. That's all I know. It isn't much, believe me. But Faraday, you still have an ace in the hole in this case, you know. Me. You. You've been in jail since the murder. Don't remind me. Only a mere jail can't stop me from working for you, pal. Uh, we don't need this young lady here, but do we? Uh, you can go, miss. Oh, thank you very much. Blackie, please believe I meant no harm. Okay, if it'll make you feel better, I believe. Goodbye. Bye. Now, what's this all about, Blackie? What kind of a lead could you get on the William girl's murder while you were still in jail? Well, remember that letter I mailed just before you brought me in here last night? Yeah. Well, it wasn't only a letter. It was an envelope with a note and a locket in it. I sent it to Mary Wesley. Why? Because inside that locket was a man's picture, and he might be the killer. Inspector Faraday. Yeah, Rollins? Uh, Miss Wesley's here to see Blackie. Okay, let her in? Yeah, let her come in. Okay. Well, come Faraday, in. here's where I solve your case, sitting right here. 
Good morning, Blackie. How are you? I'm going to be fine, Mary, as soon as you tell me what you know. Yeah, Miss Wesley, uh, tell us all Blackie knows, too. I've got a minute to spare. Blackie, I couldn't find out a thing. What? Didn't you get that locket with the picture on it in the mail? Yes, darling, I did, and the note telling me to try to find out who the man was. Well? I couldn't. I... I didn't know where to start. <laughs> so you were going to solve this case for me, huh, Blackie? Oh, I'm sorry, darling. <laughs> well, that's I... all right, Mary. Uh, do you have the locket with you? Uh, yeah. Oh, here it is. Thanks. Hmm. I wonder whose picture this is. If I could find out, I could probably deliver a murderer. Or at least a suspect to you, Faraday. Give me that thing. Thanks. Now get out of here, both of you. All right, come on, Mary. I'm coming. So long, Inspector, and thanks for the hospitality. Uh, don't mention it. You're ashamed of me, aren't you, Blackie? Not at all, Mary. But that locket was your only clue. Now the inspector has it. So what? I'm sorry you couldn't locate our man, but even you can't do the impossible. Come on. Let's go solve this case. How can we? We can't possibly find that man in this city if we don't know anything about him. And now we don't even have the picture that was in the locket. Oh, but we do, Mary. I gave Faraday the locket, but I kept the picture. There's the bank, Jameson. We'll wait here in the car before we go in, Harlow. Okay. Say, where'd you lift this car? What do you think? From the boyfriend? Of course. After what we had to do to our young lady last night, it was a natural car to steal. Everything's great, huh? Perfect. Well, this is it. Let's go. Right. Leave the motor running. Come on. Got the tear gas? I never forget anything. Close the car door and come on. Sure. Now, stay a little to one side of me as we go into the bank. Don't worry. I know what to do. Good. Well, here goes. Yeah. Here's the cashier we'll talk to. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. By the way, cashier, what's your name? It's on the window plate in front of you. Thompson, Joe Thompson. All right, Joe, don't do anything we'll be sorry for. Huh? This is a stick-up. Huh? Now, don't touch the floor button. Don't move. But, but, All right, uh, everybody, stand where you are. This is a hold-up. Don't move and you won't get hurt. Quiet, everybody, quiet. Now, Joe, press the button that opens the gate and let my friend through the vault. You said not to press move. Press the button that opens the gate or I'll press this trigger. All right. Okay, the gate's open now. Go get the money. Sure thing. And hurry up. Joe looks nervous. Don't worry. Take only a couple of seconds. Keep your eyes forward, Joe. It won't do you any good to watch him take the money. He'll take it anyway. I know. Hurry it up in there. Just about finished. Joe! I said not to move. I didn't move. Not a finger. All right. I have the money. Release the tear gas. Let's get out of here. Okay. Get out from behind that gate first. All set. Head for the door as soon as I release the gas. Goodbye, Joe. Thanks for being such a nice boy. Sure. Okay. Hey. That's the alarm. I know. This is the guy that turned it on. Something. I'm sorry, Paul. Come on, come, come on. in. Hurry up. Let's get up. Faster, faster. Come on, let's go. Hurry up. Let's get going. Come on, make me happy. Okay, Indian. Yeah. Okay. Did you get a lot of money, Harlow? Yeah, Jameson, about 50000 Good. Well, we're sitting pretty. Last night, we eliminated the one identifiable member of our organization, our lady friend. We've just stolen $50,000. We're in the clear. And the only one with any trouble is Boston Blackie. <laughs> Now, back to Boston Blackie.
Blackie is told by a girl to meet her at 111 Cedar Street, for she fears she is going to be killed. So Blackie goes to that address and finds a girl there, dead. But it is not the same girl. At the same time, Faraday gets a tip to go to 111 Cedar Street and finds Blackie with the body. Blackie is jailed but not until after he has mailed Mary Wesley a locket and picture found on the dead girl. But Mary can do nothing with the clue. Next morning, Faraday releases Blackie, and later that afternoon, two unknown hold-up men rob a bank of $50,000 and kill the bank cashier. It is now several hours later, and Blackie and Mary return to 111 Cedar Street in a search for the girl's killer. Blackie, it'll be just our luck that the landlady isn't here. Then we'll just have to wait for her, Mary. They said at her house that she was down here to clean up the place. You know, if somebody's been killed in my house, I'd want to close it up, not clean it up. She is here. Let's hope she can identify the picture. No. Well? Oh, what do you want? You own this house? Yep. We're investigating the death of the girl who was killed here last night. I don't know anything about it. May we come in? I guess so. Yeah. Thank you. You know anything at all about the dead girl? No, nothing. Look at the picture I have here. Ever see this fellow coming in to see her? I never saw anybody coming to see her. I don't live here. She did. She also died here. That's what we're investigating. Go ahead. Who's stopping you? Well, well, just just a minute. When this girl took the room, she gave you references, didn't she? That's a good question, Mary. I'm a good girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. She gave references. Do you remember what they were? No, no. But I can look them up. When? Now. Got my rent book with me. This is collection day. Well, let's see. Let's see. Let's hear. Hmm. She gave uh, three references. The bank, her father, Jim Williams, and um, a fellow named Art Harper, a writer. Uh, never mind the bank. Do you have the addresses of the other two references? Yeah. A um, old man lives on a farm out on um, Route 6. Uh, guy Harper lives at 29 Oak Lane. Thanks. Thanks very much. Mm-hmm. We'll go to see the father, Mary, and see what we can find out if we find him in. <laughs> farm you have here, Mr. Williams. Yes, it's lovely. Yes, it is, Miss Wesley. I wish my daughter had thought so. Yes, I know what you mean. Say, those are nice-looking cows grazing over there. What kind are they, Jersey? Yes, but you don't have to spare my feelings, Blackie. I know you want to ask me if there was any reason my daughter was killed. Yes, I do. Do you know anyone who might have killed her? One of her friends, I suppose. Oh, they were a bad lot. She was a good girl till she got mixed up with them, and then she was just as bad as they were. Did you know any of them, Mr. Williams? No, I didn't. I see. Well, I found this picture in a locket belonging to your daughter. Do you know whose picture it is? Let me see. No, I never saw him. I'm sorry I can't help you out. I am, too. Well, goodbye. Come on, Mary. Goodbye, sir, and goodbye, Miss Wesley. Goodbye, Mr. Williams. 
I'll flag you. Do you think... Uh, let's go out to the car, Mary. That poor man's pretty broken up about his daughter's death. I don't think we ought to talk here. Oh, of course not. Anyway, what's there to talk about? Not much. We're running down a dead-end street. Yeah. Wait, I'll open the door for you. Thanks. I'll tell you what, let's do. What? I'll go see R. Harper, that writer who gave the dead girl a reference. You can call my pal Shorty and ask him to contact some of the boys he used to play with before he went straight. Okay, what's he to find out? Well, we know this much. The dead girl was a member of a hold-up gang. Maybe the same gang that held up the bank this afternoon. What makes you think so? Well, the technique was the same, according to the papers. The job they just pulled was a big one. And the girl had already been identified from being seen on other jobs. Yeah. They may have wanted to get rid of her before they pulled the big one. Oh, and Shorty can tell us who they are, maybe. Maybe, or something about their hideout, say. And that's all we need to break this case. Uh, you call Shorty, will you? Oh, sure. Good. And meanwhile, I'll visit Art Harper and see if I can make a writer talk. Yeah? Inspector Faraday, this is Rollins. Yeah? The motor vehicle bureau just called. They checked the license number on that getaway car in the back holdup? Yeah, it belongs to Art Harper, a writer. Address 29 Oak Lane. Good. I'm going to see him right now. You send out an alarm to pick up Boston Blackie. What for this time, Inspector? He gave me a locket and a picture as evidence. Only he, uh, accidentally didn't give me the picture. I want that big galoot for a little larceny. <laughs> Yes? Art Harper? Yes? I'm Boston Blackie. May I come in? Uh, sure. Thanks. You're a writer, Mr. Harper? Yes. Something I can do for you? Yes, if you will. I'm looking for the fellow in this picture. I think he might be... Hey! You're the fellow in this picture. Yes, I am. Did you, where did you get that? Off a dead body. Dead body? You mean Marion's? Yes, Marion Williams. You knew she was dead? Yes, I read about it. She ran around in bad company. That's why we broke up. Before you broke up, did you see anyone with her at 111 Cedar Street? No. When I was going with her, she was living with a father out in the country. Wonderful old fellow. He was all broken up when she left the farm. Oh, I see. Then you... Excuse me. You expecting company? No. Are you? No, but I'll tell you the one person that isn't, Inspector Faraday. I kept your picture so I'd get to you and he couldn't. Oh, I see. Come in. I'd like to see... Blackie! Faraday! Well, I never thought I'd see you here. Blackie, I don't know how you got here ahead of me, and I don't care. All I want you to do is keep quiet. Faraday, you're either smarter than I think or luckier. I had this fellow Harper's picture, I practically broke my neck to find him, and you walk in. This is the guy whose picture was in Marion Williams' locket? Well, then, Harper, I'm arresting you for the murder of a bank cashier in that holdup this afternoon. That's preposterous. Sure, sure, I know. I also know it was your car that was used in the getaway. All right. Certainly my picture was in Marion's locket. Why shouldn't it be? Nice to go with her. And my car might have been used in a bank holdup. I reported it stolen yesterday. Oh, you did. How nice and convenient. That's an old gag, Harper. I've got this whole thing figured. You knocked off the blonde who used to drive for you on stick-ups. You forgot your picture was in her locket and reported your car stolen as an alibi. But I tell you, I... Faraday, even you ought to see that Harper's being framed. Framed? 
How? That gang stole Harper's car, knowing he would also be blamed for killing the girl when we found out the two of them used to go together. First, they framed me by having some blonde give me a wacky story, and just in case that didn't work, they fixed one against Harper, too. Well, maybe so. But I'm holding him just the same. Come on, Harper. Sure. I have nothing to lose. No, you don't, Harper, but I do. I've got to lose you, Faraday. Wacky, put away that gun. Oh, no. I heard your police alarm for me on my car radio. I've got to get away to make sure a couple of killers don't. Don't bother about making coffee, Mary. Just sit down here and tell me about your talk with Shorty. It was no good. Blackie, he tried, but he couldn't find out anything. Oh, fine, fine. That means it's impossible to locate them. What did you find out? That Art Harper is the man in the picture, but he wasn't any help either. Golly, we are doing so well, are we? No, not very. What's making it so tough is that nobody has ever seen any of the dead girl's friends. Even Mr. Williams never saw his daughter's best friend. You mean Art Harper? Yeah. And Harper hadn't seen any of Marion's other friends either. The only person he ever saw was Mr. Hey, wait a minute. Mr. Williams said he never saw Harper, but Harper claims he's seen Mr. Williams. Oh, Blackie, how can that be? But can't, unless either Williams or Harper is lying. Mary, I think if we find out some simple thing, we'll know where to look for Marion's murderers. You mean just one simple thing? Yes. First of all, that farmhouse would make a swell hideout, right? Of course. But what is the simple thing? Second, it's possible that whoever killed Marion also killed her dad and that we talked to one of the gang and not to her father. Certainly that's possible, but I still... You still don't know what the simple thing is, huh? No. Except that I'm beginning to feel like one. <laughs> well, look, Mary. When I asked the man we thought was Marion's dad if his cows were jerseys, he said yes, remember? Mm-hmm. I was just making conversation, and I, I don't know one cow from another. Is there a difference? <laughs> there always has been. Now, listen. Supposing those cows weren't jerseys at all, but Guernseys or Holsteins or something, then we'd know the man we talked to wasn't a farmer, right? Right. And Marion's dad was a farmer. Come on over to this bookcase with me. I've got an encyclopedia over here somewhere. Oh, of course. I remember the one you won in the radio contest. You're on the bottom shelf. Good use for it. I'll get it. Here you are. Now, we've all got cows. Let's see, let me see... Here we are, C's. Colleges, Coles, commissaries. Here we are, cows. What does it say about them? Well, it lists about ten types. But Jersey's the one I'm interested in. Here we are. What's this? Jersey cows. Always brown, never any other color. Although it is possible that white markings ought to be found. Blackie, Farmer Williams' cows were black with white spots. Well, look up here, Mary. Under Holsteins. Holsteins are always white... With black patches. Well, the man we spoke to said his cows were jerseys when they were Holsteins. Blackie, you know what? We never saw Farmer Williams. We were talking to an imposter. We were talking to a murderer, Mary. I never knew it. Only I'm going to be talking to him again very soon and show him how a cow convinced me he was a dumb ox. <laughs> Mr. Williams, do you mind if I don't call you Mr. Williams? Why, Blackie, I, I don't understand. You understand about guns, don't you? Enough to know that this is one? Oh. 
So that's how it is, hmm? I don't know your name, but I know who you are. You killed Marion Williams and probably her father, too. You robbed that bank and killed a cashier. But I don't think you did it alone. No? No. I know you didn't rob the bank alone. Witnesses say you had a partner. Now, where is he? Right behind you, Blackie. Yeah, and with a gun in your back, drop yours, Blackie. Thanks, Harlow. It's okay. Sorry, Blackie, but we'll have to kill you like we did old man Williams. You don't leave us any alternative. Give me time, and I could think of a dozen, only I don't think you're going to kill me. Not with a house surrounded by police. I won't fall for that old one, Blackie. You don't think I was crazy enough to come out here alone, do you? You're Boston Blackie. It wouldn't surprise me. Now, look, you. Stay where you are, Blackie. Don't worry. And Harlow, stay behind Blackie with that gun. Sure. I'm right behind him, Jameson. Good, Harlow. Because I'm right behind what? you. Where? Have your gun. Faraday, did you have to wait so long? I wanted to make sure you had the right guys before I came in. But I heard enough. What's this? Now, take him away, boys. Okay. Now, wait a minute now. Take your hands off of me. Take well, Blanky, you sure needed me this time. I really played Santa Claus for you. Santa Claus, huh? Well, Faraday, I will say you got here in the nick of time. That concludes today's episode. We'd like to thank you and remind you to donate at choiceclassicradio.com. Remember, your donations make episodes like this possible.